Welcome to the Future Adjustment, Chiropractic's Economics Podcast series on what's new and notable in the world of chiropractic. I'm Daniel Sosnowski, the Editor-in-Chief of Chiropractic Economics, and our guest today is Alex Vedan, DC, the owner of Vedan Family Chiropractic in St. Louis. In addition to his doctorate from Logan, he also holds a degree in kinesiology from Louisiana State University. He served as the team chiropractor for the St. Louis Cardinals uh, during their World Series win, and he worked with the St. Louis Rams cheerleaders prior to their move to LA. He's also been on the news as a health and wellness contributor over 200 times, and he's here to share with us his insights on techniques for new patient acquisition. Welcome to the future adjustment, Dr. Vedan. I understand you were a speaker at Parker Seminars this year in Las Vegas. I was. Well, you know, first I want to say thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to be a part of this. Yeah, I was a speaker at Parker. They did a, a great job. You know, they had over 3,000 people there in attendance. So it was great to get to, to reach so many people. Wow, that must be uh, that must be really something to, to be looking out at a room full of uh, of your peers. Yes, <laughs> yes, it certainly was. I get butterflies every time. Can, can you tell us uh, about how you came to formulate your talk that you gave there that was titled "Unlocking the New Untapped Market for New Patients"? Yeah, so I, I really wanted it to be a talk that was something that people could take and, and use and implement some things and, and make it really action oriented. So the first idea was look, what is it that's something that's a topic that we can touch on to mm-hmm. help docs get new patients? And then what are action steps that they can take right away? So that was the whole formula for the talk. It was, here it is, take action and do these things. So we talked about it from the aspect of temporomandibular joint dysfunction. Yeah. That's a huge, huge market that's out there. And it's the, actually the second largest musculoskeletal disorder that there is. And it's a, a vastly untapped market that a lot of people just don't know how to get into, but they want to do it once they find out more about it so that they can help more people in their community. Yeah, I know a few people who have that, and, and yeah. it's very troublesome. Absolutely. Uh, when, when they go to the dentist, you know, it, it causes them no, no matter of... Uh, also, what you were talking about uh, with your talk, you know, we do the same thing here at the magazine. We try to make uh, every article give you something that you can like use right away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> try to do that with the podcast as well. Sure. Well, and, and, and that's what I like. I, you know, whenever I spend my invest my time into something, I want to make sure that it's something that that. Well, what am I going to be able to glean from this? What am I going to be able to learn from this so that I can then expand myself and make myself better, whatever it is. And I. I like those kind of things, so I like to give anybody that's listening to me those kind of options too. Okay, well, you know, since you were talking about um, that that subject there, sure. What does the what does the research tell us about temporomandibular joint disorder or TMJD? Yeah, so the research basically lies into the fact that number one, it's vastly underserved. Um, mm-hmm. Number two, it's a, a huge market. And then number three, that we can be as, as chiropractors, that we can be um, perfectly positioned in order to help these people. I mean, that, that's really what everything points to. We just have to know, well, what do I do? How is it that I speak to the other oral care professionals? How is it that I speak to my patients? How is it that I, I let people know who, how it is we do it? And then the main thing is, how do I deliver the goods? So how do I actually help my patients do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um- you know, uh, when I when I visit my dentist, uh, usually somewhere in the line of sight of the chair, there's a sign on the wall that'll say things like, do you suffer from sleep apnea? 
Right. You know, ask, ask your, you know, is that the kind of thing where you uh, might, might put some signage in your practice and say, well, you know, that's one aspect. I, I say this, I say, utilize whatever works best for you. So here, I'll give, I'll give a couple of things. So number one is, yeah, you can put a sign out there. Um, number two, you can send um, an email out to all of your patient base, letting them know this is what we do. Because I know right now that there's some doc that's out there listening to this that's saying, you know what, I've experienced that same thing. Whenever Sally came in, she told me that she had this problem with her wrist and uh-huh. she never ever thought to mention it to me. And then she went someplace else and I told her, you know, I take care of wrists too. Like I can help you with that. And yeah. she had no idea, right? So a lot of times it's just about educating our, our patient base in our community. So, so signs, making sure that you're talking with them, emailing. Then also you've got to get out into your community. So we've got to get outside of our four walls to mm-hmm. get the message out there to more people. So whether or not that's through social media, through um, actually getting out in front of or other oral care providers, like what are uh-huh. those action steps going to be in order to make that happen? So if you'd like, I can give you one strategy and you can use this for temperament mandibular joint dysfunction. You can use this for, if you like taking care of whatever else it is. So okay. um, you just plug it in, plug and play. So let's say that you have a patient that comes in and for this example, we'll say that it's TMJD. Uh-huh. So, and you're hearing me say TMJD, it's just temperament mandibular joint dysfunction. It's just a, the diagnosis and, w- and what it looks like. It's what the patient's dealing with. Right. So, and it's a universal kind of a way of speaking the same language as an oral care provider. So a patient comes in, they mention to you somewhere along the way that they have jaw complaints, they have jaw pain. So then you say, what are you currently doing? So you're going to ask the patient this. You're going to say, what are you currently doing to help with your temperament mandibular joint dysfunction or your TMJ issues? And they're going to say, oh, I'm seeing Dr. Dentist. Uh-huh. Okay. And what has Dr. Dentist done so far? Well, Dr. Dentist gave me this splint or this appliance and, um, you know, he's done some injections or he's given me this medication to help with it. Uh, but it's still there. Okay. Um, would you mind, because I have training on helping people with TMJD issues. Uh-huh. Would you mind if I reached out to Dr. Dentist to find out what he or she is doing to help you and see if there's a way that he and I can work together to get you the results that you want? Oh, that's a really great strategy. Yeah. I so, really like that a thank lot. You. Thank you. And that, that's one that just, I've never had a single patient. I've never heard of a single doc whenever I've posed that to them as something to do because we all want help, right? Like if you've got a problem and you're saying that you're going to reach out to my dentist in right. order to help me, wow, that's a huge win for me. So, and most patients will say, you would do that for me? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I will. I'll do that. And then- we have our strategies to do that too and how we reach out to them and what we do. So, so that's, that's just kind of one nugget of what you can do and, and we can go further into it, but I just wanted to give like, that's something that you can do right away, whether or not you're looking at TMJD issues or anything else that you want to focus on. You know, what's so awesome about this strategy that you, that, 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 that you've explained very succinctly here is that the, the problem that DCs have reputation wise in the medical community often stems from cases where a DC has tried to poach another mm. provider's patient. Right. And so that, that builds walls of distrust, you know, Absolutely. and when the DC reaches out and forms a collaboration with another member of the healthcare community, you're starting to build a source of referrals. You you're starting it. to improve your stature in the community. You're mainstreaming Kyra. It, I mean, it's just a win-win. 
it's it's a win across the board. I completely agree. Um, I like to make my conversations very inclusive, not exclusive. And yeah. so if I can if I can include other people into that conversation, uh, they win because they're going to be able to to give valuable information, and I win because I'm going to give valuable information, and then we're going to work together in order to get this patient what it is that they want. And yeah. and when we think about it from that perspective, that's what we ultimately all want. Like we we all want to be able to help our community and be able to help people. And if we can work in a team environment to do that, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. So, so there's a, there's a, a place where the, the, the joint in the jaw kind of fits into the, the socket of, of yep. the skull. Right. And there's like, I think like a ligament or a tendon there that kind there's, of, there's a couple. Yeah. So there's, there's the, the condylar head is what you're talking about. And then it sits within a fossa. And so the fossa sits in there and uh-huh. it has a couple of different things that attach to it as well. And so um, we have a disc that's in there that creates space in between the condyle and the fossa. And then we also have um, muscles and ligaments that attach into there directly onto the condylar head as well as onto the disc. Right. And so when there's like, I guess, what is it? Inflammation uh, is there? Is that what causes TMJ? Well, there can be. So TMJ can be caused from either an injury, a direct trauma, or several micro traumas over time. So you mentioned whenever my friends, they have TMJ issues, they go to their oral care provider, and then it really flares up and it causes a lot of problem for them. Well, there's usually that there was already an underlying issue that was there that was just made worse by them having to keep their mouth open for a period of time. Now, that may have come from the fact that they um, had an old injury that happened years ago, or they got into a car accident and they clinched their jaw whenever they got in that accident and that caused problems there in their jaw too. That was just kind of low lying. It could also be from micro traumas. So from the fact that when you're constantly having what's called bruxism, that means that you're clinching your jaw. And as you're constantly clinching that jaw, you're causing tension to happen within that area too. All of those things are things that we can do to help with that as long as it's done a specific way to get the patient the result that they want. And it has to be done quickly. What, what are some ways that a chiropractor can help uh, treat this condition? Sure. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're addressing the, the joint itself. So the, the joint meaning your cervical spine. So you want to make sure, hey, look, I'm going to check and make sure that we're addressing the subluxations that are there, the, the fixations that are there as well, anything else that's associated with that in that cervical spine. So in that cervical spine, quite often I see problems that are at C2 and C5 that are wow. associated with TMJ issues. So there's that. The other thing is we have to address, is there a problem within the joint, within the condylar head that's not moving and functioning correctly too? So we have to be able to adjust that. And then we have to be able to look at too, the muscular component. And so when we're looking at the muscular component, we've got to make sure that we get that settled down as well. And then we've got to look at on the back end. Now, what are you doing on a repetitive daily basis in order Mm -hmm. to, as in the patient, what are they doing on a repetitive daily basis that we've got to address there too? to make sure that this doesn't keep on coming back around, right? Like, like if the person's like grinding their teeth in their yeah. sleep or something. If they're grinding their teeth or uh, believe it or not, I've had patients that just love to chew gum and that doesn't seem to be right whenever you have a jaw problem, and uh-huh. costly, right? But at the same time, I have, I have patients that, look, I don't do any of that stuff, but my job yeah. requires that I'm in sales, so I have to speak all the time, and yeah. there's a lot of problems there in my job. Well, then we have to figure out new strategies in order to help them get the results that they want in order to then take care of everything. Wow, so that's actually a lot of stuff you're bringing to the table. So you're looking, right. you're looking at the adjustment uh, to help, you're looking at the uh, musculoskeletal system as a whole, you're looking at uh, environmental ergonomic uh, factors. All those things. 
Yeah. And so the way that I teach docs how to do it is I say, look, we can do this in 30 to 90 seconds total. Uh, uh-huh. You know, and usually it's closer to 30 seconds on top of what you're already doing with your adjustment. When I realize whenever I say that to people, they're like, there's no way. I don't see how you could do that. But if you're doing it right and you've got everything just brought right to the meat of it, you can uh-huh. get right to the point rather quickly. Right. So you can get valuable information and you can get everything taken care of very, very quickly and not do all the other fluff that isn't really needed. So yeah. that's what that's what we do. You know, one thing that I was really uh, in, in, impressed by in your background is that you have done this thing that we have been hammering DCs to do in virtually every issue of my magazine. At some place, it says you got to establish establish yourself as the go-to wellness expert. Yeah. And when your local TV station wants you know, someone to talk about, you know, gardening tips to, to save your back or backpack right. safe. They come to you. Yes. Yes. How, how did you establish that relationship? Oh man. So I, I've been doing that over a decade now and uh, mm-hmm. I've been, I've been very fortunate to get to do it not only here in the United States, but in other countries as well. Wow. Where I've been on the news there too. And so um, the way that it happened was, is that uh, 10 years ago, it was much different getting on the news than it is today, as in it was harder 10 years ago, as in the strategies that you have to use. But today, it's harder because of the fact that there's so much attention there, as in there's so many people trying to get on. All right. So, so I said a lot there, but the way that it worked for me was I just kept on coming to them with bringing value to the table. I kept coming to them with trying to bring value, trying to bring value and determination. I'm one of those people that's very persistent. And so, I find that persistence pays. So I just kept coming to them with valuable information, valuable content that I thought like, man, people have to know this. And, and I had it deep seated into me. My why was really, really big in the fact that the reason I got into chiropractic was because of injuries that I had. And then I, I found out about chiropractic and I always thought to myself, whenever I become a chiropractor, uh-huh. I'm going to make sure my entire community and as many people as I can know about this because this stuff is too good not to know. And so I love the, your strategy there too. It's look, you want to be the go-to person in yeah. your community to ensure that people know like, this is where I've got to go. And this yeah. is where I've got to, and we have to share our message. Our message is far too important to not be shared all over the place. And I find the news as an extremely beneficial distribution channel to do that because they've already, I look at it this way. Is it easier to host the party or is it easier to show up to the party? right? It's uh-huh. much easier to show up to the party. Well, the news station's already hosting the biggest party in town because they've already got the vast mass distribution channel of a hundred thousand, a million, whatever it is in your community yeah. that people are watching. So why not be there where the eyeballs are there? The eyeballs are there. Just be there. Do you get, do you get business from that? Do oh, patients show up and say, oh, I absolutely. saw you on TV. And, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. We get new patients from that, from being on the news. Um, we get new patients from how we do everything on the back end of that in order to, to continually like, get the message out there more and more. Um, I mean, we're, we're constant. And I always feel like uh, there, there's so much that we're doing. And yeah. I feel like, man, we just got to keep on doing it because it, it's, our message is too powerful. You know, I, so, I got a, a call from Hawaii from somebody that saw one of our, our things on the news. I got a call from somebody from Germany that reached out to me that saw something on the news that we did. Wow. You know, like we, th- this is all over the place and people are searching, they're looking and they're wondering, well, where can I go to get what you just talked about? So you can go to uh, any of your local media's uh, web pages and you can send a, uh, an informational sheet to their uh, to the to the news producers, the directors, the editors. 
Is that, is that kind of your technique? And then at that, the bottom you say, I'm available to talk on this topic? That's part of it. So that's part of it. But the problem is, is that they don't give you, they don't willfully give you, well, these are the people that you need to talk to. Yeah. So what they give you on those pages, it's usually much harder than that. So what they give you on the pages is kind of what I call the black hole. Yeah. They, they give you the black hole, but guess what? Um, they're getting pitched to, they're getting these story ideas to them a thousand times a day. Right. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, and so it just goes into a black hole and whenever it goes into the black hole, nothing stands out. And so you've got to make sure like your content has to jump out to them. It has to be sticky. It has to get to the right people that actually need to see it. And there's a whole back end strategy that I worked really hard on, on getting docs in order to, to make that happen. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're looking for you. They just don't know that you're out there because uh -huh. you don't know how to connect with them and your community is looking for you. They just don't know that you're out there. You're the best kept secret in town. And, and that's the problem. So we've got to get you from obscurity into authority so that then, so that's my whole thing. My whole thing is built on, let's get you from obscurity into a point of authority so that then you become the go-to chiropractor in your town. Yeah. You know, uh, I think you, you, you know, you teach uh, techniques uh, along these lines as well as how to provide specialized treatment for TMJ uh, at an educational website you've put together called uh, drtmjd.com. That's dr tmjd.com and you know uh yeah if is is, is that where uh, any of our listeners should go if they want to learn more about what yeah. you're doing if you, want to learn, do if you want to learn more about the tmjd side that's definitely it it's drtmjd.com just like you said and thank you for that uh, i sure. definitely appreciate that um if they want to learn more well, it about sounds like you just got way too much to to, to deliver that we can <laughs> that we can fully unpack today well, and, and that's it too, right? So there, there's so many things and I, and I love our profession. I love what we're doing. I love how we get to help. And, and it is my, like, it's my personal mission to get as many chiropractors out there on the news and, and help them open up more markets and do those kind of things that are out there. So that's why we have Tick TV too. So we've got TickTV.rocks. If they want to learn about getting on the news, it's uh -huh. TICTV.rocks. And, and we talk about, this is how you get on the news and, and we've, we're getting new, chiropractors on the news from LA to New York to small markets as well. So, and, and we Fantastic. love it. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to, if you're going to talk the tech, that's, that's where to do it. You get that's the, the place. You're right. I agree. <laughs> I agree. All right. Well, Dr. Vedan, I want to thank you so much for spending this time with us today. This has been eye-opening and informative and you've thank given you. us an expansive look at the future adjustment. I'm Dan Sosnowski and we'll see you next time.